Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey his command to watch therefore and be ready for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming, coming to take us back to that place he's prepared for us. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching today more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. So glad to be with you on Watch Therefore today. And we have a special program that reflects the special season of the year that we're in right now. And this directly impacts you wherever you are. Let's have a word of prayer and ask for the Lord's blessing on our time together. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you for this special program. Thank you for this special season. Thank you for all of our viewers and bless them today, please, Lord Jesus. Amen. The title of the program today is The Feast of Trumpets, The Days of Noah, and The Rapture. And the fall festivals, the fall feasts of the Lord are upon us. In Israel, we call them the Chagim, the holy days or the holidays. So uh, it's Yom Truah, which I'll discuss more with you in just a moment. Yom Kippur, which is the Day of Atonement. And Sukkot, or Booths, the Feast of Tabernacles. And if you'd like a more detailed teaching of all of the feasts of the Lord, there's information on the screen that will help you go to our website and find a previous program where I taught of all the feasts in great detail. Remember, all of the previous feast holy days of the Lord that are on his calendar have already been fulfilled this year. This year, the, the Passover and unleavened bread that Messiah Jesus is our Passover lamb, the sinless sacrifice for our sins. And, and then first fruits, Messiah Jesus rose from the grave on first fruits. He's the first fruits of the resurrection. And after that, Shavuot, Pentecost, the birth of the Ecclesia in Acts chapter 2, Jew and Gentile, one new man in Messiah Jesus, birthed by the Holy Spirit. These festivals, these special appointed times of the Lord have already taken place this year and, and they have been fulfilled in Messiah Jesus already, leaving the fall festivals to be fulfilled. And the first one is Yom Truah, which is traditionally called Rosh Hashanah, the head of the year. That's just traditional. We know that's not biblical because the Lord's new year begins in the Bible with Passover. So Yom Truah is the day of blowing trumpets, the feast of trumpets. We find it in Leviticus chapter 23. 
Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, In the seventh month, on the first day of the month, you shall have a Sabbath rest, a memorial of blowing trumpets, a holy convocation. You shall do no customary work on it, and you shall offer an offering made by fire to the Lord. So this special holy day was marked by the blowing of the shofarot, shofars, ram's horns fashioned to be uh, like trumpets, an instrument that be, could be blown. And it was used for many different things, for, for warning people, for calling people to battle, for many different things. And uh, if you look at, at, at other feasts of the Lord in the Bible, you find that they're peppered throughout the Hebrew Scriptures and, of course, the, in the Gospels and the rest of the New Testament. But very little is mentioned about this feast in the Bible until you get to the letters of Paul. There, there's something of a mystery of this prophetic festival, this prophetic holy day. There's something of a mystery of it until you get to, to the ministry of the Apostle Paul. And he writes about this in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed, for this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. Paul explains what, what has up until this time been a mystery that there's going to be a generation where the dead in Messiah who are in their graves will be raised up and those who are alive at the time of this event will be caught up with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air to get glorified bodies. And that the last trumpet will mark this event. This is the rapture. And, and, and some confuse this trumpet with other trumpets in Bible prophecy. Yom Teruah the day of blowing trumpets clears up the confusion. You see, when Jews would celebrate and still do celebrate this feast uh, in synagogues all over the world, they do so by blowing the shofars. And, and there's a series of very specific blasts that uh, make up part of this ceremony. And so they will have different shofar blasts that represent different things until the last blast, the final one. It's called Takiyah Hagadol. And the Takiyah Hagadol is a final blast in the ceremony where all of those with shofars blow their shofar as long and as loud as they can till they run out of blast. This is the last trumpet. This is the last trumpet that Paul is speaking about in 1 Corinthians 15, the Takiyah Hagadol. Paul says it this way in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, and I use this passage a lot on the program. Why? It's a watch therefore passage. It goes like this, Therefore the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and what? The trumpet. Of God. The dead in Christ will rise first, then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with him in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we always be with the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Any moment we all will experience Yom Turah. 
we will hear that trumpet and we will be caught up with the Lord. Uh, now listen, I, I, I've got to tell you something about this. When I grew up in the, in, uh, in the late 60s, early 70s, uh, there is this special phenomenon called the Jesus Revolution or the Jesus Movement. And, and a lot of uh, hippies, these people with long hair and beards and mustaches who formerly had been into drugs and other things, they, they would say things like this, hey, Jesus is far out, man. Stuff like that, right? This was sweeping America. And people were on fire for our Lord Jesus. They were so excited to be saved. And, and revival spread across the country. And along with that revival came this excitement about the rapture. And historically, if you look at other revivals, even those that took place in England, people began getting excited about the rapture. That the Lord is coming for us to take us to this place that he's been working on for us for a couple thousand years. What am I saying? I'm saying with revival comes an excitement about the return of the Lord. And with lukewarmness and with a, a losing your first love, the Lord spoke of in Revelation uh, about the Ephesian church, with, with deadness, with the life of, of, of living for yourself instead of for the Lord, comes, of a, comes a lack of concern or a lack of interest with the coming of the Lord. You see, a television program like this about that centers around the rapture, watch their form be ready, would have been at the top of the Christian charts in the late 60s and early 70s. Not so much today. Why? Because we are in an environment where the condition of the church, especially in the western part of the world, has this problem, this Laodicean, lost my first love, deadness kind of thing working. Well, what can be done? Repent. Confess his sin, lukewarmness. Confess his sin, not, not being eager to see the Lord come for us in the clouds. And ask the Lord for a filling of the Holy Spirit that we would be excited about watching and being ready about Yom Truah. Oh, may today be a day of great revival and, and an eager waiting for the Lord to come for us when we hear when we experience truly Yom Truah, the day of the blowing of the trumpet. Hallelujah. We'll be right back in just a moment. Doe Schwartz here with Watch Therefore Ministries, introducing my new book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready. In a generation that is about to be so caught off guard by the events of the fig tree days of Noah generation, know this, it doesn't have to be you. I wrote Watch Therefore and Be Ready to prepare followers of Messiah Jesus to be who they are and to do what they have been set here to do just before the coming of Messiah Jesus. And that's why for a donation of any amount to Watch Therefore Ministries, Blessing Israeli Believers Poured Out for the Nations, 
what we will do is send a copy of Watch Therefore and be ready. Make sure you mark in your checker on the internet the name of the book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, to receive your copy. Now, like never before, it's time to watch Therefore and be ready. I'm so thankful for this powerful and timely Watch Therefore message, where in Matthew 24 and Matthew 25 in the New Testament Gospel, Messiah Jesus tells his disciples to watch their form, be ready, for we don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming. Certainly the other signs that he spoke of just before that are, are bouncing in the red zone today like never before. And he tells his watch therefore and ready disciples to be the faithful servant. They're watching for the master to come and they're doing what the master commanded. And when they stand before him at the judgment seat of Christ, they will hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message is expanding. People are embracing it all over the world with a strong desire to be the faithful servant. And, and it costs lots of money as the TV program is also expanding into other markets. First, I want to say, if you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please don't send any money into this program. It's our desire that you would receive him as Lord and simply enjoy the program today. But for those of you who would like to lay your treasures up in heaven, this is a great place to do so. And we encourage you to sign up for our monthly newsletters. Uh, you can do so at our watchtherefore.tv website. And when you receive our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations letters, you can know how to pray for and financially sow into uh, this ministry. Blessing Israeli Believers is our To the Jew First ministry, as Romans 1.16 says, the gospel and discipleship is to the Jew first. John McTurnan, our co-founding Blessing Israeli Believers partner and I, uh, are so excited about this ministry in Israel. And then our Poured Out for the Nations, To the Nations ministry, where the Watch Therefore message is also proclaimed and being embraced so widely. And it, it's expanding. It's so exciting as we're in this generation that will see King Jesus come in the clouds because the signs that he spoke of in Matthew 24 and other places are bouncing in the red zones like never before. King Jesus is coming and we need to get ready. There, there's not a better way to do so than understanding and embracing the watch therefore message. So remember, now like never before, watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming. Welcome back to Watch Therefore, as at this time I'm going to talk with you about the Jewish wedding, the days of Noah, and the rapture. You see, there are Old Testament types, pictures, and shadows of the rapture in the Old Testament. Enoch and Elijah were both raptured, neither saw death, and were taken up to heaven, Elijah in a fiery chariot in a whirlwind. Well, the word rapture comes from a Latin translation of the scriptures in 1 Thessalonians 4, the word rapturo is translated in English, caught up. And Noah is an Old Testament picture of the rapture. You may remember in a previous program, just before the Noah passages, the Lord speaks of the fig tree, which is Israel. And when it becomes a nation again, that that generation will not pass away till all these prophetic scenarios laid out in Matthew 24 including the coming of the Lord to sit on the throne of David, will take place in that generation, this generation. 
That's why we have a program called Watch Therefore. Well, in Matthew 24, 36, he begins about the days of Noah. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. There's such a special message here for those who are born again. Because in verse 36, when he says, But of that day and hour no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only, he uses an ancient Hebraism, a Jewish term that pertains to the ancient Jewish wedding. And the Lord fulfills the ancient Jewish wedding ceremony perfectly. So just the high points because of time, the groom goes to the prospective bride at her parents' house. He offers to pay the bride price for her. Messiah Jesus paid the bride price for all of his followers, his disciples, with his precious blood. The groom offers the bride a contract called a ketubah. He takes a drink from a cup of wine, sets it on the table, and if the young lady picks up the cup and drinks from it, she has accepted to be his bride. At the Passover, Messiah Jesus took the cup of redemption, said that this was the new covenant in his blood, and drank from it. And he offers everyone an opportunity to take that cup and drink from it and become part of the bride of Christ. Well, he offers us a contract in the Bible, in the new covenant, and great and precious promises from Genesis to Revelation, including, and here's the most important, that we become partakers of his divine nature. Oh, hallelujah. Well, the groom, the groom leaves the bride for what's called the betrothal period, and he goes to the father's house to prepare a suitable place for the bride. Messiah Jesus does the same. In John 14, 1 through 3, listen to this. He says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you into myself, that where I am, there you may be also. When would the groom return? Nobody but the Father knows the hour or the day. And so when his Abba Father would approve the place that he had made for the bride, he would say, go get your bride. And the groom would come most often with a procession late at night. This was known as the midnight cry. Maybe some of you have heard that wonderful gospel song, the midnight cry. Well, this is when Messiah Jesus comes for his truly born again children in the clouds for his bride. We then go through the judgment seat of Messiah and there's nothing left after that but the righteous acts of the saints. That's all that remains upon us. These white garments spoken of in Revelation. Now, I'm going to read a long passage from Revelation that I read on a previous program, but it fits so perfectly here that I'm going to read it again. Oh, hallelujah. You see, an angel is guiding the Apostle John through 
the, the events of the book of Revelation. Here we go. Revelation 19, 7. Let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory for the marriage of the lamb has come and his wife has made herself ready. And to her it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright for the fly, fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. Then he said to me, write, blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the lamb. And he said to me, these are the true sayings of God. And I fell at his feet to worship him, but he said to me, See that you do not do that. I am your fellow servant and of your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Then I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse. And he who sat on him was called faithful and true, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies in heaven clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. That's us. Hallelujah. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword that with it he should strike the nations, and he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God, and he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. The bride returns with the groom to rule and reign on the earth. Oh, hallelujah. Why is this a Days of Noah message? Because Noah and his family are a picture of the raptured church. Noah went safely in the ark with his family and the waters rose up. We know that they rose up because the ark landed after the rain, after the water subsided, the ark landed on a mountainside. Well, after the wrath of the Lord upon the earth, Noah and his family came off the ark and they inherited the earth. Why? Because he was an heir of something so much more important than the earth. He was an heir of righteousness according to faith. Look at Hebrews chapter 11. By faith, Noah being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is according to faith. You see, we who have the righteousness of God in Messiah Jesus, being warned of things we haven't yet seen with Bible prophecy, we're watching and waiting and living accordingly for the coming of our Messiah Jesus in the clouds for his people. Hallelujah. We who have the righteousness of God in Messiah Jesus, we've entered safely into the ark. Why? Because the ark is an Old Testament picture, shadow, type of the righteousness of Messiah Jesus. That's our safety. Jesus is the ark. He's the place of refuge from the wrath of God. That's what fits in here so perfectly. Messiah Jesus is the ark. We who have entered into the ark will go up and escape the wrath of God. Oh, hallelujah. And we will return after the wrath of God has fallen upon the earth. And we will inherit the earth and reign and rule with Messiah Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. And glory to God. Are you watching for him to come? Are you having been warned even today of the things not yet seen? But you can see things cracking and breaking all around us and shaking. Why? 
because the wrath of God is about to fall upon this earth like never before. Are you ready? Are you watching? Are you serving the Lord? Are you living a holy, godly life? And in future programs, I'll be talking in great detail about how to do that. Please stay tuned. Have you truly entered into the ark? Well, you know, I go to church. I, I have a Bible. I give to good causes. Those are all beautiful things, but none of them will keep you safe from the wrath of God that's coming. The only place of res- refuge is Messiah Jesus. He, he lived a sinless life on this earth. Why is that important? Because that qualified him to take our sins upon himself. And that's why he came. That's why he came. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. And and you'll know when you've done that in a way that places you in the refuge, in the ark, in the safety of Jesus Christ because he sends his spirit to live in you and he changes you and makes you a new creation. Has that really happened to you? I ask people that all the time. Some say yes, some say no. Has that really happened to you? There's a time in your life where you sense you needed to be forgiven by God for your sins and you received Jesus as Lord and Savior. You put your faith in him and him alone and he changed you. He he gave you this desire to turn away from your sins and to follow him. And you're doing that. Oh, pray with me today and receive Jesus as Savior. Come into the ark with us and then come and go with us to our Father's house. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, save, heal, and forgive someone who's watching today. And call upon his name even now, Jesus, save me, I'm a sinner. I'm going to turn away from my sins. I'm going to follow you, Lord Jesus. Oh, help me to live a godly life and help me to be ready. Oh, thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. And if, if you prayed something like that, if in your heart you're turning from your sins to follow our Lord Jesus and put your faith in him and him alone, he's alive, he rose from the grave, he's returning to come and get us, will you be going with us? If you prayed that today, there's some information on the screen. You can contact us. We'll send you some free literature that will teach you, give you some instructions for some of your first new steps in following Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. And for all of our viewers today, I'm going to pray. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you for all of our viewers. Help us to embrace every opportunity, every day that you give us to reach your people, that you're calling out. You're calling out with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Use us as instruments. Raise up laborers from our viewers who will participate in your kingdom purposes for their lives, our lives, in this final hour just before you come for us. Help us to be ready, please, Lord Jesus. Help us to be ready and keep us from the evil one and bless all of our viewers today, Father. We thank you in Messiah Jesus' name. And all who prayed in agreement said, come on, say it with me, amen and hallelujah. Well, I pray that the program has been a great blessing for you today. It certainly has been for me. Just teaching these things, I'm reminded of how important it is for me to do something that I'm going to share with you that you should do after you turn off the program, after you go out into your day. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. 
We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day, his sword will go forth to take back and restore.